Yep, makes sense. Thank you. Um, let's move on to another commodity that's off its highs. Uh, the golden question, I suppose, is where might it settle? And um, critical to that is not just the demand side, but maybe where we're at in total animal numbers. And of course, I speak of beef. Can you give us your take on the beef industry, please? Absolutely. You you are completely right. The beef industry has seen five years of price volatility. Um, you go back to 2018, 2019, the time really seems to have, have rushed through this period. Those two years, prices really went down as everybody sold off. And then when the rains finally came into 2020 and 2021, you saw prices more than double over that period of time. If we take the price indicator as being the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator, it rapidly climbed as everybody restocked and restocked to take advantage of this grass and to build their herds up again. And then finally last year, we got to this period where prices looked like they'd got to a new normal, the restocking had eased, uh, and then they started to decline back to around with the... Uh, uh, the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator, around 850 cents. What have we seen so far in the first couple of months of this year? We have seen that indicator decline even further, and it's gone back to around 750, which is its lowest level since about mid-2020. What are some of the things driving this? Well, you could say a, a number of pieces, as we said, of normality returning to the market. First of all, uh, a lot of cattle producers have restocked just about as much as they need to. So that restocker activity and that fervor has gone out of the market. They are still there. We are still seeing prices go up and down, which makes it look as though the restockers will keep buying, but only at the right price, not at any price. And if things start to go up too far, then they'll pull back. Good old, uh, good old 101 economics. The second thing that we're seeing is to do with the processes. And so many meat processing facilities right now will talk about the labor issue they have. They cannot find enough workers to run at the capacity they would like to be running. And if this happens, then they're not in the market buying the amount of cattle they'd want to be buying. So this also means that prices don't get pushed up as well. And that labor issue in processes is really going to have to be watched carefully because there's no great sign of any reason why it might change in the first half of this year or so. In terms of the feedlots, on the other hand, they are continuing to buy. Feedlot economics have been a bit challenged by high grain prices, but we continue to see very high numbers on feedlots as well. Uh, so they're, they're keeping prices up to a reasonable level. So what are we likely to see with prices? Reasonably uh, flat, we could be in the new normal, if we want to use that phrase again, some volatility, but uh, no great signs things will shoot up or shoot down. In terms of the cattle herd, really interesting one. We, we're always in a cycle going one way or another, and droughts tend to interrupt that. But on current forecast, we are still three years from the end of this cycle going up. In 2023, it looks likely the national herd will be just under 29 million head, around 28.8. Current forecast have that this growth is likely to slow, but keep going until about 2025, when we'll hit 30 million head and then things are likely to start to go down again. So some, all things being equal and good weather, growth likely to continue for some time. 
In terms of the big question of exports, a lot of this has to do with supply. If we can't process the amount of meat to get out there, then that might mean that beef exports remain low. And in 2022, they fell to a 19-year low. The demand will certainly be there. The US is likely to increase its demand for Australian beef as their herd uh, really starts to not have the numbers there. And China, after its lockdown as well, uh, has opened up again. And as it comes out of hard economic times, also likely to see strong demand. So a number of factors there as well. The meat industry and the beef industry particularly has been through those volatile a few years. But if the rain keeps coming and if demand stays the way it is, then things look like they could have levelled out to a good point. Yeah, thanks for that, Michael. I mean, it's a much talked about industry being, being our big one or one of the uh, big ones in Australia. And I um, I guess demand is the constant there and, and the supply talk of is, you know, just on 30 million, the, you know, the sustainable peak of of the beef herd uh, is an interesting one to consider, isn't it? Um, I think the other thing is if, I mean, if the restockers are sort of not out of the market, but certainly quieter, it starts to suggest on a fuller herd composition, um, they're in the business of selling the right number on a year on year basis. So while prices are down, more stock coming out of the paddock, um, still, you know, points towards a, a healthy um, grazier, uh, profile. So um, let's hope that at the current prices, let's say we're stabilising a bit, um, you know, it should mean pretty decent operating conditions should the weather hold for beef um, producers this year. A absolutely. Looking good for for this year, but uh, that weather really needs to keep being watched, but nothing we can do about that. No, indeed.